Welcome to episode 10 of the Midlife Worthy Moms for the Graceful Empty Nester. I am so pleased with the number of people listening to this podcast. It's been an amazing experience, and I just want to take a moment to thank the listeners out there. No, you are not alone, Mom. There are so many of us that struggle in our relationship with our adult kids, our son or daughter-in-law, or our stepkids. I'm glad you're here. In each episode every week, I talk about being a life coach and an Enneagram coach. In today's episode, I'll be introducing you to the Enneagram personalities and why I've added this comprehensive material and lesson to my Worthy Moms membership program. Are you a mom? who's been taken by surprise and finds herself struggling with her adult child? Well, it's time to grab a pen and notebook because I'm about to share some insider information that will help you navigate through this challenging phase. I'm Kim Damon, a mom, a life coach, and an Enneagram coach. I specialize in helping moms of adults in rediscovering the connection with their adult kids. Just imagine mom stepping into a state of drama remission with your adult children. Together we'll build a life grounded in grace and the peace that comes from truly knowing who you are as a midlife woman and a mom. Make sure you visit my website, the link is provided in the show notes, and grab your free course, Thriving in a Divided Family. It's packed with valuable insights. Throughout my corporate career, I studied many different personality tests, the Myers-Briggs, the Strength Finders through Gallup, the Disk Assessment, and even 16 Personalities. All of these tests were extremely helpful to outline the behaviors that I had or my employees had. They helped me understand how others may perceive my management style and they also help me understand how to better interact with my employees. Now, I'm going to fast forward to owning my own business of helping moms. I explored additional personality tests because those all seem to be more work-related, more corporate-related. And I discovered the Enneagram. The Enneagram actually lined up with my own spiritual journey and beliefs. And after exploring it further, I found out that the Enneagram serves as this guiding compass for our journey toward understanding and embracing the most inner parts of ourselves. In my own journey, the Enneagram began to reveal the hidden side of me. I began to notice more about my personality in problem-solving, conflict, and in relationships. It became a strong indicator of how I was doing emotionally. The Enneagram simply mapped out what it was like when I was aligned, not aligned, or completely misaligned with the person that I am. But let me just first take a moment to go over the highlights of all nine personality types as it relates to being in a relationship with someone, because I think you're going to find this extremely helpful. 
So we have type one, the principled reformer. Now, ones approach relationships very cautiously. Once they have a good relationship, they are extremely loyal. They focus in on improvement and have a tendency to want to improve their relationships more and more. Their own shortcomings can actually overwhelm them. Type 2, the nurturing supporter. Twos are attentive and caring when they are taking care of themselves. When they have a relationship where a person is maybe less focused on their needs, they can become frustrated with them and even feel hurt. Twos need to communicate their needs more to their loved ones. Type 3, the admirable achiever. Threes are pragmatic and they quickly want to solve their own problems. They support those around them to achieve their goals. They need to feel valued and accepted and feel as though earning love through accomplishment actually works for them. Type four, the introspective individualist. They see the beauty in being connected and seek meaning and depth in their relationships. They want to be accepted for who they are, and they tend to be the most authentic type out of all nine. Fours need time alone to regroup. Unhealthy, they can become emotional and self-serving. Type five, the analytical investigator. Expressing all the positive or negative emotions to a five is a sign of connection and strong bond. When they don't allow time to express their feelings, they can become really frustrated. They feel the safest when they retreat into their own thoughts, which can leave their loved ones feeling like there might be something that's wrong. Type 6, the faithful guardian. They are the most thoughtful and protective to those that they love. They value routine in their lives. And a less healthier six can come across as controlling and have trouble trusting others. Type seven, the enthusiastic optimist. Sevens love excitement and they are often great at entertaining. They know how to have a good time. When sevens are faced with challenges, they have difficulty focusing their attention on the problem. They rarely remain angry unless they sense that they are losing their freedom. Type 8, the passionate protector. Eights expect loyalty and independence from those that they love. They're not afraid to go after what they want. And they may come across as being a little too intense and competitive, but can solve this by just being a little bit more vulnerable. And type 9, the peaceful accommodator. Nines are patient and understanding. They want to create a loving and harmonious life. They are agreeable, but this means that they will go to great lengths to avoid or solve a conflict, which can cause them to become complacent. Now, let me just pause for a moment and explain more about the Enneagram. 
It reveals these nine distinct personality types. Each is a unique expression of strengths, challenges, and potentials. Just like a diamond catches its own unique reflection of light, so do our personalities. It invites us to explore the depths of our emotions, the motivation behind those emotions, and our aspirations. We are made up of much more than four, nine, or even 34 different personality types. Humans are complicated, and the Enneagram empowers us to embark on a path of understanding and growth. We begin by identifying our primary personality type out of those nine I talked about. We take a guided journey into the Enneagram, and then we go into the wings and the paths and the triads and the subtypes. So you can dig as deep as you would like. It is fascinating. This is why I became an Enneagram coach and now included in the membership. It transforms your life. You can do a deep dive here and figure out why you feel the way that you do. Let me share just a small piece of my journey with the Enneagram and what it revealed about my inner self. I'm a type four, the introspective individualist. I'm driven by creativity, emotions, and deep understanding of the world around me. When I'm aligned, I am creative, I like to inspire others, and I can experience others' emotions with balance in my own life. When I'm misaligned, I feel like I'm missing something in life, and that can create a place where I start to compare myself with others. I can feel misunderstood by those that are closest to me. Now, when I'm completely out of alignment, I feel unlovable and I plunge into the sad emotions. There is something really powerful that I learned about myself and the impact that I can have on my relationships. When I am stressed or have my feelings hurt, I withdraw my attention to protect myself. My blind spot in relationships is focusing in on my flaws or their flaws becoming more vocal, judgmental, and critical of others. You might wonder what I got from this. Well, I now understand that when I begin to compare myself to others, or I feel misunderstood, I pay attention. I begin to rely more on my spiritual relationship so that I don't slip into that feeling unlovable. I also have the benefit of knowing the Enneagram types of my children. Having this knowledge actually has given me insight into what's important to them in our relationship. For example, you might have one child that values loyalty, while another child values their freedom. Knowing what your adult child's types are can help you understand what their desires or even have compassion for their fears. There are free Enneagram tests all over online. My recommendation is that if you do take this personality test, it's best if you answer these questions from a standpoint of your entire life experience rather than just in the moment or with your current situation. These tests tend to be 60% accurate, 
And I always recommend doing research on your top three that you scored. My experience has been that this can also help you in your spiritual life. The Enneagram is not spiritual itself, but it can lead to scripture that relieves our most inner fears and it rests in the assurance that we are all wonderfully worthy and perfectly made. If you're enjoying this podcast and finding value in our discussions, I'd love to hear from you. Take a moment to leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice. Your feedback is incredibly valuable and it helps other worthy moms just like us discover this podcast. Additionally, if you know another mom that could benefit from our conversations, please share this podcast with her. Together we can create a supportive community of worthy moms. Join me next week for another empowering episode on the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast.